This is Fun City, huh? <laughs> Principal Snyder? Call me Snyder. Just a last name like Barbarino. Oh, I am so stoked! Oh. Hey, did you see Miss Barton? I think she's wasted. I'm gonna have to put that in her next performance review, cause, cause I'm the principal. <laughs> I don't like this. They could have heart attacks. Uh, well, ma maybe there's a doctor here. <laughs> yeah! I think that is my doctor. He, he's usually less topless. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, giving our reactions, giving our reviews. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I'm Vance Tucker. Oh, last name today. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, What's the occasion? It Switching it up. It's band candy, baby. <laughs> it is band candy. We're talking season three, episode six, titled Band Candy, directed by Michael Lang, written by Jane S. Benson. Original air date, November 10th, 1998, to an audience of 6.35 million people. A little bit of a dip from last week, which is a huge shame because I was a big fan of this episode. Big, big fan. I liked the episode. I think it was too hyped up for me. Oh, really? I, I had high hopes going into this one. And it's not a bad episode at all. It's, pretty, it's really good and fun. Um, well, it also continues the Vance victory tour of uh 2022 here <laughs> yeah got a little prediction right um yeah. i didn't expect it to happen this way but i yeah, think this neither. is a great i think this is a great way for it to happen while i was watching i i and i saw one of your predictions come true i hit pause immediately texted you being like oh you're gonna like this episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was liking i was liking it before that even kicked in i mean anytime yeah. a ripper shows up it's oh, a, yeah, it's, it's the greatest. Yeah. Okay, well, before we get into it, I just want to plug some show dates. Joey Boy is out in the world of doing comedy once again, so I've got some shows. If you're in L.A., I got a show July 1st at the Comedy Chateau. Um, it's in like in North Hollywood, and that shows at 10 o'clock. If you use promo code, all caps, Joe W., no spaces, just Joe W., you get free tickets if, um, if you go to Comedy Chateau's website. And July 8th and 9th, I'll be performing at the Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. I don't have any kind of promo code for that. Sorry about that. So if you're in San Diego and you want to come see me, you're going to have to pay full price, everybody. But I'll be there all weekend. So those are the plugs for old Joey Boy. You got anything, Vance? Uh, No. No, okay. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any plugs. I don't know. You, you're doing shit. I'm doing you're, stuff, but I got, I got nothing. To if you're a sports you know? fan, go to Bleacher Report. You can see Vance's uh, writing on some of the uh, like uh, basketball portal series. Yeah, it's called The Portal. Yeah. You know. There um, you go. Yeah. That's... We don't just do this podcast, everybody. <laughs> we have other shit going on. <laughs> do we, though? I mean, kind of. I probably won't have shows again for another, like, three months. <laughs> so please yeah. come to the show. <laughs> All right. Shall we get into it here, Vance? Yeah, let's do it. 
All right, so the episode opens up with Buffy and Giles at the graveyard, and uh, Giles is helping Buffy study for her SATs, basically just like reading her all kinds of uh, questions. And Buffy's so stupid; she doesn't know the answers to any of them. She's just like, "Is it got? It's got to be B. We haven't had a B in a while. Please <laughs> tell me it's B." And Giles is like, "We're not connecting dots, Buffy. This is." I don't hate that logic, though. <laughs> Oh, I definitely used that logic when I was in school. It's got to be a C at some point, right? 100% used that logic. <laughs> and I didn't do great on my SATs. No, I did not. I probably should have studied more. I don't think I did SAT prep at all. And I really should have. I don't know why I didn't do anything like that. We had a an actual class that was set up to help us. What did you get on your SATs? Uh, I don't know. Something like 12 something like that oh like, wow I, I dude i got like a, i remember i got so i did the 2400 one but out of the original like 1600 i got a 1080 that was the best i ever did mm. your boy's dumb <laughs> did i you would take it once or twice i took it like two or three times i think oh man i took it twice and i think my verbal or math went up just by a little bit and that's about it yeah, yeah. Revealing how stupid I am. Um, and then uh, vampires show up <laughs> and Buffy like kills it. And then she's like, all right, Giles, yeah, you know what? I think I'm done studying for the night. Yeah, and Giles like, is like, no, you're not. <laughs> you got to get into college, Buffy. Like, I don't know why it's like you got to get into college. Yeah. Like high school, I get like you have to kind of go. Well, she wants to go to high school. Yeah. But, like, but, she knows what her job's going to be. It's, yeah. It's not like she's going to be a power broker on Wall Street and then <laughs> also killing vampires. I mean, well, she could I go to, like, that. a trade I school. I'd watch a Sex in the City vampire. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty rad. Yeah. So after all that, uh, we go to the mayor's office, and the mayor is meeting up with Mr. Trick to discuss some kind of mission that they have. They're going to awaken a demon and then the mayor walks over to a, a, like a closet that he has, and it's filled with all these relics and talisman and things that he, he's going to give up to demons and make sacrifices. And I, I just didn't understand all of the stuff. Like he owes a tribute to a demon for his political gain. So yeah, uh, the reason if you're worshiping a demon, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's like the it's like the gym teacher that's trying to win the Sunnydale swim team state championship, right? You're doing so much to win such a small award. Exactly. It's not like this is the Olympics. It's not like this is yeah. the presidency. <laughs> you're not even a mayor of like Los Angeles. You're the mayor of Sunnydale. Yeah. You shouldn't have to worship a demon to win that. <laughs> yeah. He he's basically explained to Mister Trick like you don't think. You think I got all this power just by being me? It's like, and it, dude, it's not that hard. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, geez, like think bigger, dream bigger, man. Yeah. So they're kind of figuring out some kind of plan to awaken this demon, which is going to happen in this episode. And uh, then we get the intro song and then we go to school and Buffy is talking to Willow about how she had SAT nightmares. And Oz is like, hey, I can help you. I actually scored really well. Willow's bragging about how Oz has he has the highest score on the SATs for someone that never graduated. 
<laughs> he's just like rolling around like he doesn't need to take class like he doesn't like because college you get like credits or whatever to graduate high school yeah. is just like i don't even remember it's like you just have to you have to pass you have to pass but it's not like he it's not like he has classes to make up yeah right yeah i mean it's how very he, funny. how did he even get held back he just stopped going to one class or something i think it's just because he <laughs> i think he just skipped school constantly because yeah. he's werewolfing it's <laughs> <laughs> true he's just out werewolfing dude yeah um but yeah i mean so oz offers the help and then everybody kind of meets up with uh willow oz buffy xander cordelia cordelia mentions that she loves the sats and buffy's like what really you like it and she's like yeah i'm actually a really good test taker and everyone's like what she's like i can have layers and i'm like true true and i enjoyed that she had she she has always seemed like she's smart like book smart because yeah i met a lot of book smart people that are very dumb in real life yes yeah. yes <laughs> i knew a girl that was a nurse like she studied and she's a nurse and then I, w- I was talking to her one day and she didn't know she we went to a comedy show and somebody was talking about a gazelle mm-hmm. and she had no idea what a gazelle was and i was like what how do you not know what a f- gazelle is well i would consider knowing what a gazelle is to be book smart <laughs> she also didn't know that bill was short for william mm. now that's like <laughs> just that seems weird when you're dealing with people in a hospital <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. i was right. flabbergasted i'll pass on These the are, gazelle this the, is who yeah. is taking care of us people <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so buffy is you know, Oz is like, well, I could help you out tonight. And Buffy says, like, you know, I got to hang out with my mom. I promised my mom that I'd hang out with her tonight. And as they're walking into the cafeteria, Principal Snyder standing in front of a buttload of candy. And Xander's like, oh, you're giving out candy. Thanks, Principal Snyder. And he's like, no, it's not giving it out. I'm just giving this to you because you have to sell it because the marching band needs money and this is a fundraiser you need to sell this candy and did you ever have to do this in school i remember there were candy sales like uh world's finest chocolate was the one yep yep those those big those big chocolate bars with like peanuts in them and stuff yeah um yeah Uh, but that was like elementary school i think ish yeah that was elementary school for me and my parents just bought the exact minimum that you needed to buy and was like you're done you're not doing any of this yeah. <laughs> i was like thank god oh yeah i never went door to door it was just like any family members or friends that wanted it and that was it <laughs> yeah um so the, that's what the gang needs to do they need to sell this these candy bars for the marching band and then buffy goes home and the mom's like i don't want to buy this candy. <laughs> and she's like all right i'll buy half yeah but it's like oh you're the best mom ever um, and then they get into this like weird fight about Buffy wanting to learn how to drive. And the mom is like, you failed the written test so bad that they wouldn't even let you take the actual test. Like you're not driving. Buffy's like, that was a year ago. I've changed. And the mom is like, no, I don't want you driving. You already skipped town once. And if I give you access to a car, who knows where you're going to go? And Buffy's like, I'm not going anywhere, Mom. He's like, if I wanted to leave, I could just take a bus. He's like, don't joke about that. I'm like, your house was wrecked by zombies. 
Yeah. It's fine. Like, I know. Yeah. It's like she missed the episodes between the last time she's been here. You know? Like, she just picked <laughs> up. Like, like they're, they're talking about her running away again. And I'm like, wait, aren't we past that? Aren't yeah. we six episodes in? <laughs> yeah, there's been so much more shit going on. Yeah. Her house is a wreck. Uh, there was the another school is a wreck. You learned about there being another Slayer. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's It was like one of those things where I was like, all right, we don't need to rehash this argument. Especially for what it turns out to be. Yeah. Like her driving isn't really... It never really gets a big payoff. Minus like... Yeah. It's like I there, mean, but it, it's there, but it's not like, oh, this is the crux of. Yeah. Like, you don't want Buffy to drive because she's a terrible driver. And she exactly. should be behind the wheel of a car. But she should learn how to drive because she's a slayer and she can't run super fast. <laughs> Dude, watching her run in some of these episodes is so awkward. I think she's Sarah always Michelle in Geller. heels, too. Okay, yeah, because... Every time I remember in the last episode uh, in Homecoming, she was running around the halls while the twins were trying to shoot her. Mm -hmm. And she looked so awkward. And I was like, okay, well, she's wearing heels. Yeah. And then this time she's running throughout like a warehouse in this episode and she looks just as awkward. Maybe she's still wearing heels, but she looks so weird running. It's like very straight up and down and like robotic. Yeah, and her face looks kind of, it looks like a squirrel to me for some reason. Like when she's, only when she's running, she looks like a little squirrel. <laughs> but basically the scene ends with the mom talking about how she's like, well, Mr. Giles is occupying a bunch of your time and mm -hmm. your friends and you're slaying a bill. Like, I want to have some time with you. And Buffy's like, all of my time is scheduled and I don't have any free time, blah, blah, blah. And then we cut to a scene with Buffy training with Giles. I really love when they throw stuff out like that that isn't actually true. Because she's always been floating around by herself the last yeah. three episodes. Dude, she literally <laughs> walks down dark alleys alone all the time. And now she's like, I can't get a moment of peace. And when, yeah, all right. <laughs> Haven't noticed that before. <laughs> Your mom hasn't even been in episodes. <laughs> it's still like uh, guest starring. I thought Christine Sutherland was like a... A full cast member. She's still a guest star. No. no. Um, so then we cut to a scene where Giles is training with Buffy and he's doing some kind of, he's doing the Jedi training where he blindfolds Buffy and he's like, all right, I'm going to have, you have this dodgeball. I'm going to walk around for a little bit and then you have to hit me with a dodgeball. It's supposed to like test your senses and make sure that you're, you know, able to find some enemy that, can move around without your sight or something like oh it was if you're fighting in the dark yeah that's what the purpose of this was so giles walks behind her and buffy turns around and giles is looking at her like oh you are so far off and buffy throws the dodgeball at the wall and it bounces off and smacks giles in the face and uh he's like oh well okay that really backfired on me because he had kind of like a snicker when she was facing the wall. Yeah. Well, and then, he's like, she she calls him out. She's like, Are, have you run out of like training ideas? Yeah. Because <laughs> honestly, like every time we see him train her, she beats him really quick. And then he goes, oh, yeah, you are a slayer. Like, <laughs> yeah. like this would be the perfect time for him to be like, hey, how about I teach you some SAT stuff? 
Yeah, right. Like, why are they training Slayer fights? I don't know. But like, this is the only thing that we see. We see Buffy throw one ball and then mm-hmm. she takes a blindfold off and she's like, all right, I'm done training. And Giles is like, what? <laughs> she's like, I got to go. I got to go hang out with my mom. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then he kind of looks like, okay, this is a little weird. Yeah, I wrote down, it was like, Giles gives a sad face look. He does. He looks like, she's leaving me. Yeah, I was like, all right, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. But we find out that she's not going to go hang out with her mom. She's not going to go out to the graveyard to even slay. She goes to the abandoned mansion where Angel is being kept. And <laughs> Angel... <laughs> Angel's alone in this abandoned mansion, shirtless, doing Tai Chi. Ridiculous. And and Buffy shows up and she sees him doing this and she's like, oh my God. Oh my God, what a man. (laughs) And then Angel, who is facing where Buffy is, doesn't notice Buffy. And he's like, does his little like force power move. And then he looks up and he's like, Buffy and Buffy's like I didn't know that you could do all of that (laughs) (laughs) it's so dumb it's so dumb and then Angel's like yeah I'm feeling a lot stronger now and then immediately falls to (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling better now and he's like oh god I'm weak and he's so sweaty Pulls a Giles, just fucking passes out. <laughs> He's so sweaty for someone doing Tai Chi. And yeah. I've seen Tai Chi done in the park. I've never done Tai Chi myself. Yeah. Tai Chi is done by mostly older and typically old, old Asian, ladies. Old ladies. You'll see like uh, an older group of Asian people like out doing it. It's a meditative movement thing, mm-hmm. right? Not something that you break into a hard sweat yeah like you're at crossfit or something (laughs) um and how does he know how to do that why does he do it i don't know i think i mean i know why he's doing it just so she can come in and walk in on a shirtless hot angel but i guess it's like to calm his mind i i suppose like this is a meditative thing and he's been through hell he's been tortured in hell for quite a while so i'll give him that but Breaking a sweat. I mean, how hot when did is that a- mansion? When did Angel get into... Well, he is in the sun, so... Uh, <laughs> when, uh. <laughs> how, uh, like, how, when did he learn to do this? Has he always done this? Is this what he does in, uh, in his apartment? I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was a very Would you bizarre... have liked it better if he was just doing pull-ups? Yes. push-ups? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Because then it would have made sense for him to go, I'm feeling stronger. <laughs> and then to he's, also pass out. He's ripping phone books in half. <laughs> so Buffy drags him over to uh, like a couch. And uh, she gives him some more blood from the butcher in her in a paper bag. And then Angel like opens the bag. And he, he kind of doesn't want to drink it in front of her, I guess, to be like, oh, I don't want to. You know, David Boreanaz has had enough tomato soup this yeah. this episode. He's like, I don't want to drink more tomato soup. I, I got to ask you this question about David Boreanaz. Okay. Does it look like he's constantly shrugging his shoulder? Like his 
his shoulders are always shrugged up around his ear. Like he doesn't relax his shoulders at all. It seems like, mm. and his, you know what? I'm going to come out and say it. His body's not good. In he, this shirtless scene, he's not not ripped, good body. He's not ripped in this in that scene. You like, know who has a more impressive ripped body? Swim team Xander. <laughs> Xander was looking good. He had a swimmer's body. You know, he t- he went he joined swim team for one day, so he had a swimmer's body. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, mean, hey, I mean, Angel has been in hell for three months. You know, well, that's enough to it. lose. That's a, that's enough. To, even they didn't put him through enough hard labor down there. I know. I guess they didn't have any uh, barbells or anything down there in hell. But, I mean, he just looks tense and not good. And yeah. I think he looked I think he looked average. He didn't look like what you would expect when like, we do a shirt-off scene in a Hollywood movie. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Angel's like, uh, how's Scott doing? And Buffy's like, um, he actually, she's about to tell him that. She got dumped, and she's like, oh, he's actually doing well. He's doing well. Don't worry about Scott. And then uh, Angel goes, are you being careful? And Buffy's like, with Scott? (laughs) Like condom talk from Angel the vampire? (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, no, 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 no. I'm worried about you out there being a slayer. And she's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm doing fine. (laughs) And he's like, all right, cool. Uh, and then she like kind of pats Angel on the head. She's like, "All right, well, you're you're getting pretty strong now. Uh, soon you won't need me." And then Angel's like, "I won't need you." <laughs> uh, it's the opposite way. Oh, oh yeah, think, yeah, 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 yeah. Angel, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, Angel mentions like soon I won't need you, and then it's like, oh, or soon you won't need to. Like Angel's basically saying like soon I'll be out of your hair. You won't have to keep bringing me blood from the butcher. Which my question is. What does this butcher think Buffy's using this blood for? Yeah. What kind of crooked butcher (laughs) is just giving out blood? Well, I mean, you can go there. You can get blood from a butcher. They have it, you know? Or you can be like, hey, if you have leftover. But, like, you would think a teenage girl coming in for pints of blood, you'd be like, what's going on? Unless he just has a vampire hookup and he's like, hey, whatever keeps the vampire off the street. I'm sure that Angel does. No, I'm saying her. I'm saying oh, a, a oh, teenage oh. girl. If Cordelia kept coming in asking for a pint of blood every every day, you'd be like, what's going on? You know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to go to a butcher shop. I'm going to be like, you guys sell quarts of blood? <laughs> With your look, I don't think you ought to do that. <laughs> I do look very vampiric. Yeah. We're like, no, you want a transfusion, Joe. <laughs> you want to go to the doctor. You don't want to do this yourself. <laughs> Um, so then Buffy comes home and the mom is like, wow, you're home. You're home late. Like what, what took you so long? And Buffy's like, oh, you know, Giles, he's always wanting to train, train, train and study, study, study. And then Giles pops out from behind the corner and he's like, oh, hey, what's up, Buffy? Your mom knows that you weren't with me. And Buffy's like, hey, you guys want to watch some TV? Uh, I heard there's a really good uh, Dateline episode going on today. And Buffy and uh, uh, she's so bad at like trying to get out of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the mom is like, where have you been? You're lying to us. I hate this. Were you at the bronze? And Buffy's like, yes, I, yep. I was at the bronze. 
And the mom's like, well, what's going on at the bronze? And Buffy's like, I don't know bronze stuff. And then so her and Giles, Buffy's mom and Giles, basically kind of reprimand Buffy about like, dude, you're lying to us. This is bad news. We need to know where you are at all times. And then Buffy gives a speech about, you know, I'm just a kid. I need to have some freedom. And you guys got to give me some freedom to stop being helicopter parents. And while this is all going on, Buffy's mom is just demolishing a candy bar. Yeah, she's offering it to Giles. And Giles has never turned down the treat. No. <laughs> Giles starts eating some candy as yeah. well. And the mom, it's just like any time the camera cuts to the mom, she's already chewing on a piece of candy, breaks off another piece of candy, puts it in her mouth. And it's so gross. I hate people eating on screen, especially when you can hear it. <laughs> you did have this issue a lot with girls, I remember. Yeah. And I could just hear every chew that Joyce is making. <laughs> and it was bothering me. Um, so Giles and Buffy's mom send her to bed. They're like, you should go to bed. And then they sit down on the couch and like, what are we going to do about Buffy? And they're like, oh, no, we'll have to figure something out. We got to have a vigorous schedule for Giles leans over, grabs another candy bar. The mom's still eating her candy bar. And at this point, you're like, something's up with the candy. Well, there's a whole transition, too, where he leans in to go for a candy bar. And then we go to the warehouse. Like, yeah. there's a whole box on the table. And Giles isn't going to take more hurt. He's going for the box. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's going in hard. Uh, and it, it's like a... It cuts like it's a match transition to the warehouse where like people are boxing it all up and stuff. Yeah. And one of the one of the guys is like looking over his shoulders and he's like, oh, should I I'm going to eat some of this candy. Takes a little bite of a candy. Well, he doesn't uh, bite it. He's about to open it. Yeah, he's about to open it. And uh, you can't do this on a line. The factory line isn't like, oh, you can open a box, take one out and keep it going. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Absolutely not. He's way too far down the line before you can actually start doing that. You got to go to the front, but whatever. And before he can open it up and eat it, from behind him, our good buddy, Ethan Ray in his back, puts it down. He's like, you don't want to be eating that, buddy. Trust me. And I wrote down, Ethan Ray is behind the candy! Exclamation point. Oh, I, I, well, I knew ahead of time, but just... I knew just because I look at like cast really quick mm-hmm. to see who, if there's going to be like any guest stars in the episode. Mm. Um, so I knew he was in this. I didn't. And once they started talking about like, oh, I knew a guy he worked on. He worked this city before. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's Ethan Rain. And I think it's near Halloween. It seems there's like Halloween esque posters up like Halloween it 98. It wouldn't make sense because this episode aired November 10th originally. That it would be near Halloween that they filmed this. No, 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 I'm saying like if they if it came out, why would they have a Halloween episode? Well, it's not Halloween, Halloween, but it's like it. I feel like Halloween has just passed or something. Like there's posters when they're walking down the school in the mm-hmm. background that say like Halloween '98. So, and I okay. think that's like maybe like an allusion to like Ethan Rain showing up, who had the big oh, Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah, Ethan yeah. Rain okay. is Halloween. I like Ethan Rain. He's such a he's a scumbag. <laughs> he's the Joker because they keep letting him go. Yeah. They keep letting this guy who has almost destroyed the city on multiple occasions. Yeah. But uh, I was happy to see him back. um, And he's working at the candy factory. He's Willy Wonka right now. 
So then we have Buffy and Cordelia in their science class, it looks like. And they're waiting for the teacher to show up. The teacher's study late. hall. I think there's oh, a study, study hall. Study hall. And Giles is supposed to be running it. So Yeah. Who knows why? Um, and Giles is late. And Buffy's like, this is kind of weird. Why is Giles is never late? This is odd. Something must be up. He might be dead. And he might be dead. That's what yeah, you have to assume. If the teacher doesn't show up, they're dead. Yeah. Like, um, behind Buffy and Cordelia, Xander and Willow are sitting. And Xander's munching on some candy. He is mm-hmm. eating that candy super hard. And he's like, man, I freaking love candy. It's so good. It's so awesome. I'm gonna, I could eat candy all day, every day for every meal. <laughs> and uh, Willow's like, yeah, candy's great. And then it pans down to their feet and Xander and Willow are playing footsie and they're like wrapping their feet. And another, this is a, a thing that I hate as well. This is a fashion corner moment. This is a Joe loves nothing episode. Yeah, it really is. Fashion corner moment. This is a very nitpicky fashion corner moment because it's not like anything. It looks bad, but Xander has his shoes completely untied. This is really grandma, but fucking tie your shoes, my guy. <laughs> are they untied where they're just like loose dangly down or are they untied like where they're like. Vance, you better believe that I paused to make sure that they were completely untied. They are completely untied. Like like shoes like tripping hazard untied. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Just dangling all okay. over the place. Because I can it. understand if it was just like, you know, they're not tied, but they're like the laces no. are there. Yeah. See, I have a couple of pairs of yeah, shoes yeah. like okay. that. Where it's like the laces aren't long enough to tie it without it looking goofy, so I'll yeah. just like knot them. Yep, yep. But this is dangly, tripping hazard, looking stupid. And I remember that was kind of a style back <laughs> then. And uh, what a regrettable style choice. Yeah. Um, so they're playing footsie. And then... Shoes on footsie. That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> and then at one point, Cordelia turns around and she says some kind of big exclamation type of thing. And... And Xander and Willow like freak the fuck out for a second. They mm-hmm. they panic and they're like, ah, ah, yeah. oh no! They they got uh, awakened from their footsie dreams. Yeah, and they're like, man, this is really weird. Giles is late. We don't like this. And walking down the hall is Principal Snyder and some old lady. I forget her name. It's Miss Barton. Miss Barton. Yeah, I feel like I've seen her in stuff before. I don't know if she's been in the show, but I've definitely seen her in shows. Yeah, so Snyder and Miss Barton are walking down the hallway. Snyder's chomping on some candy. And he's like, hey, will you go sub for this study hall, please? Like, Giles isn't showing up. We don't know where he is. But uh, I don't feel like doing it. (laughs) And Miss Barton's like, I don't feel like doing it either. And Snyder's like, well, guess what? I'm the principal. I'm your boss. You go do it. She's like, ugh, fine. (laughs) And then so she goes into the classroom. And I don't know if you felt the same way about this, but Principal Snyder looks like he's breaking the fourth wall, looking directly into the camera. He's like, everybody always expects me to do stuff because I'm the principal. And I hate it. If he would have just did an exaggerated arm cross, <laughs> and then like the music comes up and it's like that circle, that circle transition end yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The, that's all folks. Transition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
because uh, he looks directly into the camera at a certain point and i was like what's happening i don't think it's supposed to be that way but i could see it yeah well there's another moment later on where he looks directly into the camera again and i was like what is going on with snyder let's just say they let snyder go off on this one they let him oh, yeah. ham it up oh yeah um so miss barton goes into the study hall and she's like hey kids look giles isn't here I don't want to be here, so just do whatever you want. I don't care. And then Cordelia and Xander are like, oh, does anybody want to marry Miss Barton? <laughs> I, and she's like, I do. And I was like, that's an extreme reaction to a teacher being like super laid back. <laughs> yeah. To be like, oh, I want to marry that teacher now. I was like, yeah. Eh. And, and, and the only person that's making any sense is Buffy, who's like, this is weird. Yeah. I could understand if it was Jenny Callender, because Jenny Calendar is a smoke show. Yeah, but it was like this older teacher just comes in and Cordelia's like, I want to marry her. I'm like, yeah. what? That's not even like a saying or a phrase back then. <laughs> Dude, she's so cool. Marry her. Like, that yeah. wasn't, I don't know. That was such a random thing, I thought. Yeah. So Buffy is really feeling suspicious. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to go to Giles' apartment and I'm going to check out what's going on. Everyone else doesn't weird. care. Everyone else is like, ah, oh, Giles isn't here. Who cares? Yeah, we don't, he's fine. He'll we be fight fine. vampires and demons for a living. It's fine. <laughs> so Buffy goes to his apartment. She opens the door and Giles is like looking at his old record collection. Mm -hmm. And Buffy's like, hey, Giles, what's going on, man? How how are you? And he's like, oh, hey, what's up, Buffy? What's, uh, what's happening? And then Buffy's mom is there as well. And Buffy's like, what is going on here? And then so they explained that they met up to discuss Bus Buffy's future and they've decided, you know what, they maybe they have been going a little too hard on her and they need to free up her schedule. Uh, so we'll figure out a way to schedule your school, your time with your family, your time with your friends and your time with your Slayer responsibilities. And Buffy's like, this is still feeling very structured and scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 it'll be fine. Trust me. Um, and you know what? We still have a little thing, a couple of things to iron out. So why don't you go home? Uh, we'll figure this out. And Buffy's mom stands up. And she's like, here, take the car. Giles will drive me home. Don't worry about it. And Buffy's like, take the car. And the mom is like, yeah, here's the keys. Take the car. And Buffy's like, you don't need to tell me twice. Well, you did, but I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth and just grabs the keys and sprints out the apartment. <laughs> It's like she, car keys got her out of the room so quick. Oh, yeah. She wasn't like, these two are banging, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you, you couldn't make a phone call. Like, you had to come over to his place. Yeah. But during school. Yep. And when you should be at work, I guess. The gallery is a daytime job, I would think. Um, and she's over there and they're like, oh, yeah, we just got to iron out some stuff. Yeah. So Buffy leaves. And then we have a shot where it's like Joyce is in the foreground facing the camera. Giles is in the background, not facing the camera. And Giles, they get a close up of Giles now. He turns around. He's got a cigarette in his mouth and he lights it up. And it's like, whoa, what's happening here? The mom pulls out some wine and then the mom goes, you think she noticed anything was weird? And Giles was like, no. And I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> He's got that cigarette. He's a bad boy. I know. Cigarette? Yeah. 
Um, Except for if you're Platt. Yeah. Yeah. If then you're, you're just kind of weird, yeah. but also motivational, inspirational for a hot second. Yeah. So you can smoke a cigarette if you're a black therapist and not be a bad guy. That's so far. Yes. And Giles as Ripper is 50-50. Yeah. I don't okay. know, man. It was weird to see Giles smoking a cigarette. I, but it was very weird. It didn't look natural. <laughs> it was hot. So Buffy is then driving her mom's car, her Jeep Cherokee, and she picks up Willow and she is driving recklessly. Just recklessly. Blowing through stop signs, turning without braking. She doesn't have a license. No. Even and if a learner's permit, you have to be. I guess you could drive with Willow if you have a learner's permit, right? And Willow is like, hey, Buffy, why, why, well, this is really wild that your mom let you drive the car. And Buffy's like, yeah, I know. I don't know why she thought it was such a big deal. I could totally drive. And Willow's like, you know, you got the parking brake on, right? <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so they're heading to the bronze. Then we cut back to Giles' apartment. And Giles and Joyce are playing records. Giles is laying on the ground, smoking his cigarettes. And at first, he's smoking two cigarettes at once, lights mm -hmm. them both up. Mm -hmm. Hands went off to Joyce. Mm -hmm. And Joyce is like, oh, thank you. Um, and then the mom is like asking him about his record collection. If she calls likes. him Ripper, which is great. Yeah, yeah. she does. She, I think she asks him why people call him the Ripper. And he's like, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then Giles like stands up, he's wearing just like a, a white t-shirt and he's looking in the mirror and he's like fussing with his hair mm -hmm. and he's like, you know what? Let's go out and fucking party, Joyce. Let's go out and party. And Joyce is like, where do you want to go? You want to go to the bronze? And Giles is like, fuck yeah, I want to go to the bronze. Oh, no, 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 no. He, he does not want to go to the bronze. Yeah. He's like, oh, this place, that place is a shitty shithole or something like that. He's like, that place is dead or something. That's exactly what he says. We go to the bronze to see what's actually happening at the bronze. And the dingoes ate my baby are playing at the bronze. Uh, Oz is doing his terrible, terrible, terrible air guitaring. Just the lack of emotion and stage presence Seth Green has while playing in this rock band is startling. Didn't we have a listener mention to us that he had worked really hard to do that, but then they just kind of edited around stuff? Yeah, I mean, but in the wide shots, it doesn't look like he's doing much. And this band is like playing. They're playing Homecoming. They're playing yeah. Bronze the night before SATs. <laughs> I got to say, too, their songs sound pretty good. I would I would jam to some Dingo's Ain't My Babies. Are you going to get the soundtrack? I'm sure it's out there. I wonder who the actual band is. You could find out. <laughs> I guess I could. <laughs> you could put in the bare amount of effort and find out. Yeah, I won't do it. Nope. Um, so <laughs> they they do a pan around who's in the audience at the bronze, though, and it's a bunch of the old people. It's like a bunch of parents and people in their 50s, 60s, it looks mm -hmm. like. And Buffy and Willow show up and they're like, what the hell is going on here? This is really weird. Miss Barton shows up and she's like, hey, what's up, you two? How's it going? You guys look pretty. This is a fucking great place. This band is so cool. And then Buffy and Willow are like, what's going on with Miss Barton? She's acting weird. She must be wasted or something. And then Snyder shows up and he's like, hey, 
Buffy, Willow, did you see Miss Barton? She must be wasted. And they're like, why are you talking to us, Principal Snyder? He's like, please, Principal Snyder's my father. I'm just... <laughs> He says, he's just like, call me Snyder. I'm like, yeah. oh, you're not even going by your first name. Yeah. <laughs> he's like something like, oh, Snyder is like uh, Bono or something. Or like he does something like a reference to like some one name person. Um, and, and Snyder's uh, hamming it up. Oh, right my now. God. And I, it's fun. I, I did want to mention a line that uh, Miss Barton has, which is, Willow, that's a tree. And she's just like laughing like a stoner and runs, walks off. And and Snyder's like, oh, I met the mayor once. He gave me accommodation. He shook my hand twice. Yeah. Like, he's so proud of it. Yeah. Well, then Miss Barton also starts calling Willow Little Tree. Yeah. And it's like, what is happening? And then Buffy and Willow are looking around like old people are making out. They're all, quote, wigged out. Um, and... Buffy's like, should we call a doctor or something? All these people might have heart attacks. And then on stage, there's a shirtless old guy and he screams into the microphone and stage dives and nobody catches him. <laughs> just falls flat on his face. Yeah. And Willow goes, I think that was my doctor, actually. I think I know that guy. <laughs> and then so Buffy and Willow are like, this is weird. I don't like what's going on here. So then we get Ethan and Mr. Trick at the chocolate factory. And they're working together. Uh, they're trying to get this plan together. And with the candy kind of incapacitating all the adults, it allows them to do what they need to do or something. Their plan is dumb, but we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Their plans are always so dumb. And Mr. Trick, is, all, is he's like, you know, a bunch of people are going to die. Don't worry about it. And then some guy is on the line a different guy on the line and mr trick goes hey don't eat any of the product this guy doesn't have any candy in his hand it looks like mm -hmm. and the guy's like i wasn't eating any of the product mr trick grabs him and just snaps his neck in front of everybody and that guy's now dead and ethan rain looks at him like jesus christ <laughs> like what the fuck is so that guy wasn't even eating any candy yeah and mr trick's like and no one ever will now that they saw that happen. <laughs> it's like, no one's going to show up to this factory again. I wrote, is this the Amazon factory? Like, what is this? <laughs> is this Amazon working conditions? He just killed a dude straight yeah. up in front of And these are regular people. Like, yeah, these no, aren't these aren't vampires. even like mind-controlled people or yeah. vampires. Like, these are just people working in a factory. He snaps a guy's neck in front of like at least 15 of these people those two black women on the line are not just watching you snap that dude's neck and just being like all right back to work oh i guess i gotta box this fucking candy i don't want to end up like that guy candy bars are serious business <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was That's, crazy I, i'm like you could like chew them out like i mean to kill a dude and then have two guys just drag the dead body off yeah it was I, insane and then Mr. Trick's like, just keeps walking. He's like, now no one will eat the candy. It's like, Ethan Rain, even Ethan Rain, Rain was like, like, that was a little brutal, dude. Like, yeah, like, he's like, doing? I'm down to kill a I'm down to do this plan and kill a bunch of people. But that is where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little much, Mr. Trick. <laughs> and I just was like, man, that is, that is something. And this factory yeah. is producing so much chocolate. Yeah. 
unnecessary. How much chocolate do you need? The amount of boxes we see later is insane. Yeah. <laughs> insane. I just want to know what was in the chocolate. Like, they don't ever explain the chocolate. It's it's so... We'll get to it. But um, I did predict that this episode would have something to do with, like, drugs. Yeah. Um, so I kind of... I was like, candy bars, drugs. I'll give you I, 80% on that. It's something, yeah. I don't know. We still don't know what kind of drug it is, but... My prediction did not come true of uh, Willow saying this one time at band camp. <laughs> she did not. Um, it, so no, anyway. She, she had the opportunity to. There was there were setups for it. Yeah. So Buffy, Willow, and Oz are now back at the bronze, and they're all still like, what the hell's going like there was so long where Willow and Buffy are like, What's happening? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so she Willow, Buffy, and Oz are there and they're like, What's happening? Um these old dudes took over the stage and they're singing Louie Louie. Mm-hmm. Uh screaming it into the microphone snyder's all like being weird he walks over to oz he's like i fucking love your hair man that hair is awesome (laughs) and oz is like get away from me (laughs) and then a fight breaks out his old people just start fighting for no reason um there should be more fights than the grunts they're regular fights there there'd be more regular fights not vampire massacres. So once the fight breaks out, Snyder runs over to the gang and he's like, guys, there's a fight breaking out. Check it out. <laughs> he's having so much fun. Like yeah. for him to be on Star Wars or Star Trek. Oh, my God. They, oh, oh, my, my God. God. They You're going to oh, get oh. killed. You're <laughs> You are about to be rest in peace. I need to find a new co-host. If anybody knows anybody that wants to co-host this show with me, <laughs> the nerds are coming. Uh, <laughs> but for him to play those uptight roles, like where you yeah. have to be like laced up, and for him to just let loose in this one, you could tell he's like, "I'm going for it. I don't care." Yeah, yeah. Um, so Buffy and Willow and Oz, they all run out of the bronze. They're like, we need to get out of here. We need to go find Giles and figure out what the hell is happening. And Snyder's like, wait for me. <laughs> and so they all are like, get the hell away from me. And they get into Buffy's Cherokee and Snyder comes running in after him. And he sits in the back. He goes, what are you doing? I told you to wait. And then they're just like, whatever. We're just rolling with Snyder now. <laughs> At that point, I was like, the Snyder tag along. I'm all for it. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. I, I'll just, I'll talk about it later. Um, so <laughs> now that we have like kind of a little bit of a montage of the old people acting like immature, we have these two old guys racing their cars. We have a mailman opening up people's mail and reading it and just like giggling to himself. Yeah. Um, there's two old people like throwing a football to each other and right behind the mailman. And Buffy's now driving around and she's seeing all this happening and she's like, what? It, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I got to say, I wrote down candy bar sedan drag race. Yeah. They're like sitting in their cars <laughs> next to each other and they're just biting, on, chomping down on candy bars and revving mm-hmm. their engines. And it's like the weirdest Fast and Furious ever. Well, the one guy's like on the wrong side of the road. I was like, whoa, this is getting a little too crazy. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, they're all in there like Volvos. Yeah. Um, so they're driving. They're like, all right, well, we got to go to Giles's place. And then they're like, well, what if this is affecting Giles? What if Giles is now acting like all of these other adults? They're all acting like they're 16 years old. What if Giles is acting like he's 16? And Buffy's like, well, Giles is with my mom. Uh, that could be potentially bad. Also, Giles at 16 was a fucking maniac. And he was calling upon demons and doing all kinds of crazy shit. And then they're like, oh, God, your mom's in trouble. Yeah. We need to go find Giles right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. So then we cut to what Giles is actually doing. Giles and Buffy's mom are walking around the city. Giles has got his grunge look. He's got a little flannel tied around his waist. He's wearing jeans. He's got, like, combat boots on and a T-shirt. He's got a pack of cigarettes rolled up into the sleeves. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. And he's smoking cigarettes. Joyce, he and he and Joyce are walking arm in arm. They're they're it, a team. It right looks now. like they're around that other coffee spot. Uh, the the espresso pump. Yeah, that's what it looked like. They were near. Yeah, yeah. So they're walking around and they see a store. And Joyce is like, "That coat looks really cool. I really like that coat." And Joe's like, "You like that coat?" She's like, "Yeah. I wish I could have it, but the store's closed." And Giles walks over to a trash can, picks it up over his head and just chucks it into the window goes and grabs the coat and Joyce is like Giles you're incorrigible and then he gives her the coat and she's like you're so fucking cool dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as he's putting the coat on her a cop shows up and immediately pulls a gun pointing it right into Giles's face and he goes, freeze. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The cop also has a candy bar in his breast pocket, it looks like, I think. Why they show that, I do not know. Yeah, because the cop wasn't acting immature at all. Maybe he hadn't gotten to the candy yet. But why does he have it? And then it's like he has it and it looks like, oh, Giles sees that. He's going to open it up and make the guy eat it. The guy's going to be like. Hey, what's going on, Coolio? Let's, yeah. let's rob some banks together. Like I don't know. Like I don't know what they I don't know what they set that up for. Yeah. Like they show that he has a candy bar, but he's obviously not eating it. So then they cut away mm -hmm. and they cut back to Buffy and they're like, Well, we gotta find Giles, we gotta find Giles. She's driving, she blows through a stop sign. Well, she doesn't blow through a stop sign. She's driving a another guy that's driving blows through a stop sign. Because he wasn't paying attention because he was trying to unwrap a candy bar mm -hmm. and slams right into Buffy in the back of the car. And thankfully, no one's hurt. Yeah, but she gets T-boned for real. The yeah. car is fucked up, though. Got a big old dent. Yeah. Right where Snyder was sitting, but Snyder's fine. Yeah. Snyder's fine. The guy gets out of the car and is just like, oh, I'm sorry, and then just runs yeah. off. It's like, whoops. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Leaves. It's like, My oh, bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut back to Giles and the cop with the gun in his face. And Giles is like, ooh, you got a gun. Isn't that cool? You think you're so cool with your gun. And then grabs the gun, knees the cop like in the gut. The cop like doubles over, knees him in the face, knocks him out. Takes the cop's gun. 
yeah man <laughs> he's like hey, he's not gonna shoot you're not gonna shoot you're not yeah. gonna shoot and i'm like that's some white privilege right there <laughs> really <laughs> mr <man>. trick was <laughs> doing that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> r.i.p mr trick if that was the- <laughs> He wouldn't even have gotten it like, you're not going to, he'd already been <laughs> If he took a step towards that cop, Mr. Trick is the headless horseman now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, so he steals the gun. Joyce is like, oh, my God, I thought you were cool when you stole me a coat, but now you're even cooler. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if she was going to reach a freak out level where she's like, well, Ripper, you're too much. Nope, yeah. she stole down. She's still into it. They start making out on top of the cop car. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most romantic thing Joyce has seen in years. Yeah. She dated a robot. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the Buffy's still dealing with the, the hit and run. And she's looking around and she sees all these adults acting like there's a group of adults on a lawn and it looks like they're dressed like greasers from like Greece. And I was like, okay, well, that's a little too much. Yeah. And they're all just, it was weird looking. They here's, all here's my question. We've seen a lot of the adults, right? Yeah. Where are the teenagers? Where are the kids? I think Buffy asks that, right? Does she? Does she, does, do we get an answer? I don't think so. Because if the kids aren't at the bronze and all the parents are at the bronze, then where are all the kids? Well, also, how successful is every student at the school at selling this candy? (laughs) Very. I mean, this factory is pumping it out up until the night the event is supposed to happen. Yeah. So why are they still making candy? I don't know. (laughs) Like, it seems like every person in this city has access to this candy right now. Like, Mr. Trick, if your goal was just to make candy and sell it for money, yeah. that would be fine. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, you guys could be rich off of this candy. Yeah. I mean, and we know Mr. Trick is all about that money. Yeah. Why not, why not just have this drug <laughs> drug candy and roll in the loot? Yeah. Or, you know, or really dial back the dose a little bit so it makes you just feel euphoric. Yeah. You know, it just keeps you a little addicted. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a much better plan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what that's what pumping high fructose corn syrup and stuff does. I mean, that's kind of like uh, in Austin Powers, number two always has like, if we can go back in time, why don't we use our knowledge of the stock market and become billionaires? And Dr. <laughs> Evil is like, because that's dumb. I want to I want to kill Austin Powers. <laughs> like, that's exactly what this vibe is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they. uh so Buffy's looking around and she's she finally pieces it together and she's she, oh she does ask like well if all these adults are acting like this where's all the vampires cuz I haven't seen a vampire yet yeah. and then she looks and Snyder's about to eat a candy bar and somebody steals it from him and he's like oh man you stole my candy bar <laughs> he starts to run after him yeah and then Buffy's like wait a minute the candy bars and i'm like you guys haven't figured that out yet yeah like it happens i just wrote down this is a big scene where they figure out vampires have some plan with the candy bars yeah but like you guys didn't notice that when everyone was eating candy bars yep and you talked about in the car and i still don't understand why vampires aren't just eating these parents they're absolutely sure the parents are dumb as fuck right now because not every vampire is in on this plot 
Yeah. Like, Mr. Trick does not control every vampire. I'm starting to wonder how many vampires are in Sunnydale at this point. Like, we've seen so many vampires just die, but there's always more. And it's hard for people to make vampires. Like, I yeah. feel like vampires are coming from out of town and just, like, coming to the Hellmouth. I think of the Hellmouth is like a magnet that just brings them. It's like a tourist home. trap. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I'm going to visit a Hellmouth for two months, two weeks. I heard that the Hellmouth is really nice this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go visit the Hellmouth in yeah. Sunnydale. Um, so then Buffy's like, all right, we got to go straight to the source. We got to go to the candy factory. So she goes over to the candy factory Outside of the candy factory. Well, well, she hems up. She hems up Snyder. And she's like, you know where they make this? You're involved with this somehow. Oh, right, 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 right. right. Um, and he's like, yeah, I know where it is. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So outside of the candy factory, there's two candy factory workers just chucking free candy bars out to a horde of adults that are just like waving their arms above their heads like, oh, candy. <laughs> it's so it's the most ridiculous. There's probably like 40 adults there just yeah. like, yeah, candy. And, and they were splitting up, right? Because I think she went there with Snyder and yeah, the and, other uh, people went to get. Oz and Willow went to the library to research about cursed candy. Or And don't they supposed to find Xander and Cordelia? Are they there? Are they around? Oh, yeah, I think so. They're... Yeah, I guess they end up at the library later. Yeah. yeah. So Buffy pulls up and Giles and Joyce are just making out and Buffy's storming up to the front of this candy factory. And then she walks past Giles and Joyce making out and then she stops and she backs up and she looks and she's like, what the, what? get off of my mom. She like pulls them apart and Giles is like, oh, it was so Buffy. And Giles has a different accent. I wrote that down, too. He has a whole different accent when he's Ripper. Yeah. Which is a character choice that I love. Yep. He has, like, a lower class, like, kind of, like, Cockney accent or whatever. And I love that choice. Mm -hmm. Such a good acting choice. Big fan of it. And I wanted to bring up the acting of Giles and Joyce. Excellent in this episode. Absolutely. They... They did something that in the Halloween episode, I didn't think uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar pulled off really well when she tried to do the Victorian thing. Mm -hmm. But them playing like teenage versions of themselves, like rebellious teenagers, really good. Yeah. Yeah, because Buffy is like reprimanding her mom and she's like, what are you thinking? What are you doing here? You need to go home. And Buffy's mom is like, I can do whatever I want. Fuck you. I let you drive. You know, I don't ever get any time to myself. And this is what I want to do. So go away. And then Jaws is like, yeah, sod off. <laughs> sod, sod off. off. <laughs> sod off, you wanka. Yeah. <laughs> and Buffy's like, ain't this some shit? <laughs> I like that he tries to like talk. Does he do a move where he tries to like get in her face? And she's like, you do not want to challenge me. And then he does like this like little hair flick thing. Like his hand goes up over his head. Like, yeah, it's. Oh, nice. Such a yeah. good move. He does get to her face. Like like a greaser. <laughs> like a greaser. Just I being think like, she, ah. said, she, she said something like, you really want to fight me right now, Giles? Think about this. And he yeah. does do like the greaser like. <clears throat> yeah. Turns away really quick. Lights up another cigarette. So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then Buffy is like, I'm going to go confront these candy workers. She goes up to the little like loading dock where they're throwing the candy off. Just 
beats the shit out of these two guys. <laughs> she knee punches a guy because like the loading dock's up. She punches a guy in the knee. He falls down. She like flips him off. Then does that like classic Buffy roll that she does when she climbs up stuff. Yeah. And then like just wails on this guy. Just beats the shit out of these two. They're not vampires. They're just regular people, I guess. No questions. <laughs> Nothing. She's not like, hey, where did you do this? Why is this happening? She just punches that. And then she helps her mom up to yeah. get in to get away from Giles, I guess. But I was like, why are you taking her inside? Well, everybody starts to go inside. Buffy, her mom, uh, Giles, and it's Snyder, Snyder. Yeah. who has come along for this journey he's like wait for me come on God, he's that <laughs> annoying little kid that just tags along oh it's so perfect so she goes in and uh ethan rain is on the phone and she's like of course it's you ethan rain my old nemesis <laughs> he's like ripper yeah and he turns around he's like oh hello buffy ripper and uh he hangs up the phone and does the weirdest try to get away run like his transition from standing to running was so uncomfortable and awkward and he runs and he tries to barricade himself uh away and like deter buffy from catching him they jump over buffy and giles i mean giles is looking real athletic right now uh they run uh jump over this uh conveyor belt or yeah conveyor belt um and they're running through hallways and hallways and hallways of this chocolate trying to find ethan uh, there's a scene before this but when we get into this chase it is like i called it the scooby-doo chase because it mm-hmm. is it's like maybe like eight feet high stacked with box of the chocolate yeah and it's different hallways and they're going around it's like a maze and it's like a scooby-doo thing where they're turning corners and like running through and they can't keep up and find them and i'm like why there's so much chocolate yeah it's unreal the amount of chocolate for the plan that they're doing they enacted this in like two days yeah they got a factory up and running well they don't need that much chocolate it's unbelievable you don't need chocolate at all for this plan (laughs) Like, honestly, you don't. Yeah. But, okay. yeah. Uh, um, let's do that other scene really quick. Uh, can I just say what I wrote it down in my notes as? Sure. <laughs> or what? Willow Xander thumb touch orgasm. <laughs> that is a great way to describe this scene. Yeah. Uh, Cordelia, Xander, Oz, and Willow are in the library researching. And uh, Xander has a great line where he's like, so wait, the candy's supposed to make everybody like immature? That doesn't make any sense. I've been eating it nonstop, and it, I don't feel any dip. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Xander and Willow touch hands. They have the thumb touch orgasm. It is so extreme. Like well, he's handing her a book, right? He's handing her a book, and then she's taking it, and they're that thumbs touch, and the close-ups are in their faces. Yeah, in that moment. Well, also as their thumbs touch, like a an acoustic guitar, like yeah. ching, like <laughs> I was like, "Jeez, man!" And then so Xander goes back up with Oz, and then Willow is still like kind of in her post nut clarity, and uh, Cordelia is like, "Would you want to swap?" And Cordelia's like, "Swap, swap what?" 
what are you going to swap? <laughs> and she's like, books. I can't understand this book. I don't even think it's in English. And then Will's like, oh, wait. Right, books, right, right. I can't right. wait for them to become swingers. Oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right. And, and then Buffy's just jealous. She's like, why am I not in the group? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Buff. You got to have a person. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did want to bring up, though, uh, from an earlier scene, Giles and Principal Snyder and Joyce, they all remember that they're parents. Yes. They don't forget. It's not like they're like reverted back into the past. They still remember. Yeah, because Buffy goes up to are. her mom and she's like, do you know who I am? And she's like, yeah, you're Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> mom was like, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was an interesting tactic. Yeah. They could have had people just become clueless. But I, I kind of like they still know their parents, but they're still... They still know their roles, too, because Giles also still knows that he's a watcher. Yep. um, Which plays into this next scene, (laughs) which is one of the best scenes in this show I've ever seen. Um, So Buffy and and Giles are running to try and catch Ethan Ethan Rain. Giles runs out of breath and he's like, oh, bloody hell. And then Buffy turns to him and she goes, that's what smoking does to you. They should have just paused and looked into the camera. (laughs) I mean, Snyder's been looking into the camera. Like, why not have Buffy do it? Um, So then they're walking around and Buffy's like, I don't know where Ethan is. We got to figure this out. We got to get to the bottom of this. We got to capture Ethan. And then she pauses for a moment and she like sniffs the air, basically. Looks around and then just spin kicks a random box and then pulls Ethan Rain out of the box. And he's like, oh, uh, fancy seeing you here. <laughs> it's the most cartoony. Like, she kicks in, like, some wooden, like, slats that he's hiding behind or something. Yeah. And pulls him through it. And he's, like, halfway poking through with his red shirt. And just, like, his head is coming out. And it's just, like, this is so funny. This is so cartoony. It was great. Like, he gets treated like he's just, like, a... Like a random like burglar every time he gets caught. He's like, Yep, she got me. <laughs> I would have got away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> yeah. Straight up Scooby Doo vibes. But we so do we get go- a Snyder scene. Are you going I was to gonna that? say we go okay. back to Snyder and uh Joyce who are who have been left alone and they're just sitting there eating candy. And Snyder's like trying to cozy up to Joyce. And he's like, This candy's really good, huh? She's like, Yeah, this is good candy. And he goes, So uh you and uh you and Giles, huh? You guys uh, going steady? And then Joyce just kind of looks at him and like rolls her eyes like, what are you talking about? And she gets up and walks away and Snyder's like, mm, okay, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> his legs dangling, his little legs dangling <laughs> as they sit on the conveyor belt was so great. Yeah. And, he's just, and he starts eating some more candy. And he's like, okay, I was okay. scared for a moment that she might start making out with Snyder. I was scared too, and I was kind of hoping it would happen. I, just, I thought it was going to happen. I was like, "This is going to be." And Buffy so fun. sees that, and she's like, yeah. "Mom, what the? F- what kind of person were Ripper you when you were a teenager?" Yeah. <laughs> Ripper and Snyder get into a fight. Oh, that would have been hilarious! Oh my god! Yeah. Um. So Buffy pulls Ethan out of the box, and she's like, "Hey, what's the deal with this candy?" And uh, if you if you don't re- quite remember me, I'm the Slayer, and I can beat the shit out of you. And he's Ethan Rain immediately sells out Mr. Trick. He's like, I'm not even doing this. This isn't me. I'm a subcontractor right now. 
Mr. Trick is who you're after. He's trying to use this candy thing for a demon that's going to open up some kind of portal and do some kind of damage. And then Buffy's like, what's the demon? And then Ethan's like, I don't know. I don't know any more information. And then Giles goes, oh, just punch him. Just punch him already. And then Buffy's like, I'm not going to punch him. And then Giles goes, come on. I'm your watcher. I tell you to punch him. You're my slayer. You punch him. <laughs> and then she's like, Giles, calm down. Yeah. And then she turns around and she's like, Ethan, what the fuck is up with this demon thing? And he's kind of looking all coy and he's like, I don't really know. I don't know. That's all I know. And then Buffy punches him in the face. Mm -hmm. Giles jumps for joy and goes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking rewound that and watched it three times. I watched it twice. It was definitely, yes. yeah. Because I, I was writing something down, right? When he said yes, like I just caught it. I was like, I got to watch that in full. Um, like his his jump and yeah. yes was so adorable. Mm -hmm. It was so funny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ethan's like, okay, okay. I know who the demon is. It's a guy. It's a demon named Lacronus. And she's like, all right, where are they? And And Ethan's like, I don't know. And then she like goes like to, to punch him again. And Giles is like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 really, really. I don't know. I don't know. And Buffy's like, all right, you're lucky this time. And then uh she she walks away and doesn't uh doesn't Giles punch him after that? Does he? I feel am I misremembering that? No, I think that's later. Okay. because uh, I think they go like, oh, let's tie him up because we're just not going to because like true. I talked about last episode, Buffy, Buffy has a line that she hasn't been able to cross yet. Oh, yeah. She can't killing, kill. Killing a regular person. Oh, but what Ethan Rain does tell them is that the demon needs a tribute. Yeah. And the next scene is the vampires gathering this tribute. They walk vampire faced right into a hospital. The receptionist is just like. On the phone, like, well, how are you? They just walk right by everybody. Walk right into the uh, the baby ward. I don't know what it's called. Maternity ward. Yeah, they walk into the maternity <laughs> ward. Pick up four babies. Just walk out. Un unbothered, untouched, unquestioned. Just walk in, vampire faced. Steal some babies and leave. All right, this is where I think we need to dive in to this. If the okay. plan is to sacrifice four babies, yeah, I feel like there's such an easier way to do this. Absolutely. Also, I don't care how immature every adult is. If yeah. they see a vampire-faced vampire, they're still going to freak out. Yeah. And like that was so dumb. Like we've had a a, a demon that was just like killing kids in yeah. the ICU. I thought they were going to bring that guy back, but I forgot that his neck got snapped and he's oh, no. forever they're never dead. Bringing, they're never bringing him back. <laughs> but I was like, they were like, this sacrifice has to be big. And they're like, four babies. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the anointed one was like killed in the car. Like in the first episode, like little, we had like kids being killed. It was like, this is it. And mm -hmm. it's just like, it's so interesting in the time period we're in. We have a mayor sacrificing babies for political gain it's like yeah yeah so it's like one of those things 
Um, but yeah, I don't understand how getting candy bars and getting parents who would not be at the hospital in the first place. Yeah. I mean, like what is having Joyce think she's young? Is she going to forget that these babies were gone? Why don't the vampires just walk into the hospital regular faced and steal babies? Like they could have just did that. Like, that's so much more incognito. In every 30 years, this thing eats four babies. They said it was like 30 years. Yeah. That's, well, that that yeah. doesn't seem... Like, granted, it's four babies. Don't get me wrong. But in yeah. the grand scheme of evil that we've seen in this show, <laughs> that doesn't seem like the most <laughs> evil thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and we, we figured that out. That was a nice little segue there, Vance. Uh, Buffy's asking Willow to research Lacronus. And uh, figure out what that demon does. Snyder Snyder makes makes fun of Ethan Rain for getting beat up by Buffy. He's like, ooh, you got, she really whooped you up good, didn't she? Pow, pow. And then he stands up. He's like, I probably could have done that too. I was a Taekwondo champ. And he starts doing like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Snyder. I one of the it. worst punches in Taekwondo moves I've ever seen. Yep. And while Buffy is on the phone with Willow, Ethan Rain, who is free. Hands uh, un, unencumbered, like just yeah. not tied up or anything. Not only not tied up, sat next to a crowbar. Yeah. Ethan Rain looks down at the crowbar, grabs it, and he starts to try and sneak up on Buffy because he's going to deck Buffy in the back of the head with this crowbar. And as he's about to take a swing, Giles puts the gun that he stole from the cop right up to his neck and he's like you fucking better not even think about it dude yeah. buffy turns around hits ethan rain with the phone knocks him out and she's like we gotta do something about this guy we gotta tie him up or something and then buffy's mom pulls a pair of handcuffs out from her butt <laughs> <laughs> and she's like i got a little something you can use and buffy is like i don't even want to know how you got these she turns to Giles. She's like, Giles, give me the gun. Takes the gun from Giles. And Giles is like, oh, come on. Let me shoot somebody. Let me do some shit. Damn it. Uh, Buffy's walking <laughs> around with the cop's gun right now. As she been, <laughs> she's been wanted for like murders and investigated multiple times. Yeah. And uh, so Buffy puts the gun in the back into her butt. They tie up Ethan Rain. <laughs> They, they they figure out in that her butt. <laughs> you know what I mean. In the back of her pants, the small of the back. You know. Yeah, they goes that hey, gun's hey, touching her butt show, crack. This show, we don't tell know me that. that gun is not touching her butt crack. This show, when you say she's putting in her butt, and people might not have watched this in a while, they were like, "I don't remember that." Well, okay, fair. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to paint the picture for the listeners. <laughs> um. So she puts the gun in the back of her pants uh, and they, she figures out that Willow tells her that Lacronus eats babies. And they're like, oh, shit. Well, we got to figure out where Lacronus is and uh, stop him from eating babies. And then Giles is like, hold on a minute. Lacronus. Lacronus means glutton in latin 
And he like recites some kind of like child's nursery rhyme that I've never heard. I wrote down Giles Independence Days it. Where <laughs> like where it's like disease, flowers, bugs. We can infect the aliens. Like with uh, yeah. <laughs> uh what's the actor in Jurassic Park? Uh, uh God, I forget his name. The 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 cool guy in Jurassic Park. Um uh, Sam Neill? he <laughs> was not the cool guy in Jurassic Park are you talking about um, oh a clever girl guy no the, the one who was just in the movie we oh just Jeff saw. Goldblum yeah <laughs> you think you listen Sam, to I don't Sam think Neil Jeff Goldblum is, cool. is cool he's the cool guy in that movie he wears the leather the leather jackets he's the one that has that shirtless pose on the on the car yeah. Sam Neill is not the cool guy in the movie. You know who is the cool guy? Muldoon, who is the clever girl guy. That guy's dope as fuck. He's got the short shorts. He is a boss. He's got a good line. He's not a boss. He's a boss. He's got a good line. He's a good character, good line, but... You, you, Jeff, you, you think Jeff Goldblum is, is, is the cool guy? Life finds a way, Joe. Ah. <sighs> He, he, you scientists, you, you're so preoccupied with th- th- thinking if you if you if you could, uh, you didn't stop to think if you should. He, he's the guy that wears the leather jacket. All right, this is the impression hour of the boys watching Buffy podcast. <laughs> anyway, that's what I got from that scene where he's just like pulling out like an idea out of his ass to give yeah. it, figure out like, oh, it's in the sewer. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he's in the sewers. I remember hearing about Lucronus. And you and know, Buffy's sewers like, are really small too there's like oh, one yeah. spot so if you go to there's the sewer the sewer the sewer yeah it's like uh yeah yeah it's, it's like, like a, the bronze maybe a block long you know? yeah yeah it doesn't go throughout the whole city nope for sure no not a, not a problem at all um so then they uh they plan to go into the sewers and uh they they bicker a bit <laughs> <laughs> they, they want snyder to come and just like i don't want to splash around in the poo yeah <laughs> and they're like well then why don't you go home uh giles gets in his face um <laughs> yeah, Buffy all i wrote down Buffy was, tells him to go home and he's like i can do that and he just yeah. leaves and i was I, like I, that kind of sucked that we that's the end of snyder here's my note for this entire scene that takes place in the hospital after they realize that the babies are gone all right you ready they plan to go to the sewers after bickering for a bit <laughs> yeah no that's yeah that's all you need that's it we we spent like uh 10 minutes talking about it but that well we're talking about jeff goldblum and how cool he is or not <laughs> uh, apartments.com <laughs> so they the sewer ritual is starting to happen they got the four babies mr tricks like lighting candles and stuff the mayor's there and he's on a cell phone call doing like mayoral duties like no 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 tell my accountant tell the the department of uh sewers that the sewers are really actually kind of pretty gross down here i'm in the sewers right now and there's i'm concerned about the gas leakages this is pretty rough um, I, I did want to say before this to go back to the scene that should have been really brief giles and joyce make out again oh before yeah they leave yeah, yeah. <laughs> and buffy has to like pull them apart again yeah Buffy's and like, i love that stop <laughs> i was like this is amazing yeah um so Mr. Trick's there, the mayor's in the sewers. Buffy shows up, starts kicking some vampire ass. The mayor immediately bails before anybody knows that he's there or sees him. He's like, I'm fucked this. I'm out of here. This is all going downhill. Uh, Giles starts to kick some vampire ass too, which was nice to see. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then what, somebody throws a vampire into this like little puddle that's a little bit away from stuff. Well, it's like a pool. We see them like they're like dropping water, like they're baptizing these babies before they feed it to this demon. And yeah. I remember I wrote down, I was thinking this before Mr. Trick said it. And I was just like, why are they taking their sweet ass time with this? And then Mr. Trick's like, hey, those babies aren't going to get any fresher. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, yeah, why are they Why are they doing this whole ritual with it? Just like hand them over. Yeah. Like, they're there. Um, but yeah, they, they throw a vampire into. And guess, like the, the, the preparation jacuzzi. Yeah. <laughs> and then and we get some amazing. The amazing. most incredible CGI snake pops out from around a corner just so you can uh they don't even like make the the demon come from hell anymore it's just around a corner <laughs> which was and it's like a snake it looked so dumb it's like why is it just why is it just like i would have rather it be a guy in a rubber suit with some makeup <laughs> you know like just like just like a makeup demon yeah. type thing with like dripping with ooze or something you know yeah like take the old werewolf costume and like splatter some shit all over it you know something right. that looks scary has like really big teeth like practical yeah even even the weirdness of that eye sucking kid monster was like at least he looked weird enough mm -hmm. like even if it was just that a guy in a suit with like rubber hands or something i'm like oh that's creepy it's a this giant snake. Just a big snake. <laughs> and I, I believe the movie Anaconda had come out around this time. And I think they had better CGI for the snake than this. Maybe they were trying to cash in on that sweet, sweet Anaconda, Anaconda craze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the snake comes out from around the corner and eats this vampire and then Buffy sees it and she's like whoa holy shit that's a big snake Dude, the room starts shaking and they're like whoa what is that I'm like did you guys forget what you came here for yeah it's the demon obviously <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, so the giant snake eats the vampire and then Mr. Trick is like alright you and me Buffy it's time to see what you're really all about. Let's go. Mano y mano. And then Buffy starts to walk towards him. Giles puts his hand on Buffy and she's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go do this. Goes over, punches Mr. Trick right in the face. Mr. Trick is like, what the, What are you doing, old man? <laughs> Grabs him, throws him in the, the jacuzzi. And Giles is like, oh, oh, fuck. Oh. So then Buffy starts to go and... uh she starts to, like, go to rescue Giles, I guess. Or does she fight Mr. Trick for a little bit? No, Mr. Trick, like, jumps up through some sewer grate and Giles gets out of the water. Uh, he gets out of the water just as the snake is coming. And then Buffy pulls down a... Like a gas a, thing. A gas, I guess a gas pipe that's just there. And yeah. sets... And she sets. sprays the gas into a, a tiki torch that was there mm -hmm. and sets the CGI snake monster on fire as Mr. Trick is escaping. Mm -hmm. And uh, she kind of just like wa wa washes her hands clean of that situation. Yeah, the snake catches on fire. It drifts backwards instead of yeah. just dunking its head in the water. Yeah. Um, and I guess that killed it somehow. Yeah, this unholy and, demon. Yeah, and Mr. That, Trick that's from hell. Yeah, can't stand a little heat. A little heat. Yeah, 
And then Mr. Trick is looking He's, down from the sewer grate, and behind him is the worst sky night sky backdrop. <laughs> it's just like these white dots that are supposed to be stars, but they're like right behind him. <laughs> like as if his face was like the moon and like he is it's so like cheap looking and he says to buffy oh you may have won this round but uh i got away so i'll be seeing you next time adios <laughs> see you in two episodes buffy yeah and buffy's like why do they always gotta say something like they could just leave they always gotta have some quip or you guys could just you know continue chasing them down yeah like like keep chasing them yeah and then they're like all right well i guess that whole demon adventure is over so then we get a scene with the mayor and the mayor's with mr trick and the mayor's pissed off at mr trick he's like you know i don't have a lot of these relics to sacrifice to demons you know and that plan did not go off without a hitch and mr trick is like you know what that plan was dumb anyway and that's just another demon you don't need to make a ritual sacrifice to anymore so don't even worry about it if you actually think about it that probably did you a favor and then the mayor gets really close in mr trick's face and he's like you best be mindful of how many favors you do to me mr trick and then mr is like oh no yeah not the mayor a regular guy yeah i just we haven't established that the mayor has any real power power yeah i don't know what he could have on Mr. Like, Mr. Trick is a legit vampire that could just fucking destroy Mr. Mayor. He could have Ethan Rain whip up some poison to kill him. Yeah. You know? Uh, because, uh, and Because I love this. This is what Mr. Trick did. He was like, oh, what about Ethan Rain? He was like, oh, I paid him. He did yeah. his part. And I yeah, was like, you don't got to worry about Mr. Uh, Ethan well, Rain. Well, he's just he's saying, saying, like, he's just saying, like, he did his job. He didn't fuck up. Yeah. And I was like. Dude, that's like legit business. Like, I know he killed a worker, but at least he's at least he's paying his contractors. So I'm like, hey, this Mr. Trick, he's a man of hey, principles. I don't know, you know, it's it's uh, it's got he's got layers, as uh, as Cordelia would say. I gotta admit, I I'm a big fan of Mr. Trick. I'm a fan of Mr. Trick. I'm a fan of Ethan Rain. I think they are good. Um, they're good bad guys for the show because they come up with like over the top dumb plans. Yeah. That don't really work. You know who I'm not necessary. A, you know who I'm not a fan of so far? The mayor. The mayor. Yeah. Don't give a shit about the mayor. Something that I doesn't d- make sense about the mayor is like he's like, oh, you gotta keep your hands clean. And then he opens that chest and he's got like a shrunken head. And he's like, yeah. Where did I keep that bourbon? Yeah. A clean hands mayor is not drinking bourbon out of a shrunken head. Or hanging out in the sewers. Yeah, why did he go well, I guess I guess you do want to make sure that the thing goes according to plan. But but here's my thing. It does it doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. And the demon might die. But mm-hmm. what happened if he didn't feed the demon? Like how does that snake influence his power in politics? Yeah, I have no idea. Like it's a That's cool so- thing. <laughs> it's a cool thing to be like, oh, I have to like do some sacrifices for demons to get like whatever I want. But how maybe the demon could eat his opponent i mean mr trick could just like start threatening political rivals and that would why be can't they just get miss ethan rain to make a candy bar yeah, that makes everybody wants- vote for the mayor yeah it, it's so many different things that i don't understand why this snake creature eating four babies is going to be like 
<laughs> a game changer for his political <laughs> aspirations. Or even like, what was the snake supposed to do? Even if it doesn't have anything to do with his politics. Yeah. Like, what is the evil that the snake is going to bring about? Like, they don't really go too far into what Lucronus can do or what it's supposed to. Like, how's a giant snake eating four babies considered gluttonous? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Four babies every 30 years. Yeah. That is a long time. That's an eating disorder. That is an eating disorder. Yeah. For a snake that size. I mean, he's got to eat more than that. Yeah. We got to get some more babies down in the sewers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, it's the next day at school and Snyder's back to normal and Xander's kind of chiding him about it. He's like, oh, I heard you had some fun Friday night, huh, Snyder? And Snyder's like, it's Principal Snyder. And somebody graffitied the hallway and I'm looking for some volunteers to paint over it. And the kids turn around and on the on the lockers, someone had spray painted kiss rocks. And Willow's like, kiss rocks? Why would anyone want to kiss rocks? Oh, wait. <laughs> Dumbest line in the entire show so far. Like, Willow's not that out of touch. It was so dumb. Yeah. Um, so Snyder's like, all right, come on, children. You're going to be painting this. I don't think it's as dumb as... There was some vandalism at the school, and we need you to clean it up. Who cleaned up those bullets last episode? <laughs> like that's a, that's a little bit too far advanced for just the students at the school, Vance. Okay, it's like there's some vandalism at school. Like every day, the school is vandalized. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. So then Buffy's talking to Giles about how poorly she did on the SATs, and they're walking outside and she's like this is so bad i did so bad i don't understand what was going wrong and giles is like you know don't even worry about it. you can take the sats again she's like i gotta take it again why don't i just give up and stop doing this and die <laughs> it's a great line of like oh i might even i might die before college and she's like it could happen never yeah. give up hope or something like that you can always yeah. hope so it's a funny funny wording line yeah so then Buffy finally gets to where her mom is picking her up. The mom is like, oh, yeah, check out my Cherokee. It's all banged up, huh? And Giles is like, it doesn't uh, look as bad as it should, too. Exactly. <laughs> it's got like a little scratch and a dent. That thing was wrecked. Yeah. And so Joyce, Giles is like, oof, that's pretty nasty. That's going to cost quite a pretty penny. And the mom is like, well, Buffy assured me that it was. It happened in the name of fighting evil, so I guess it's totally fine and worth the cost. And Buffy says something like, oh, so everybody's back to normal. Buffy walks by him. I wrote down these last quotes of the episode because they were very, very interesting to me. Well, I do want to correct that she mentions that Buffy will be paying for it in installments. Which oh, I, right, right. Which I don't really get because I don't think Buffy has a job. And if she gets money from allowance, it comes from the mom. Yeah. (laughs) True. Just get the dad to pay for it. Yeah. So Buffy walks past them and she's like, I'm just glad that everything's back to normal. At least I got to you before you actually did something. And then it cuts back to Joyce and Giles and they're sheepishly like looking down. And Buffy's mom goes, right. And Giles goes, 
indeed. And then they nod their heads at each other and then just go their separate ways. And that's the end of the episode. But that those two lines imply so very much. Giles and Joyce totally banged. Is they what the totally, last line of my notes. Totally at least got in a good, healthy, you know, feeling up. I think they did it. They have to have did it. They did it. They did it. Do you think they did it? I hope so. And it's not one of those things where we're like, like how I thought like Angel and Buffy had already done it, but I forgot like it's high school and it's not like some show on Cinemax or HBO. (laughs) Um, Like Cordelia and Xander are sleeping together, right? They have to be. I don't think so. I think they would have made a bigger deal of Xander losing his virginity. Because remember, they made such yeah. a big deal about him being a virgin yeah, with the praying mantis lady. But it's been so long. It has been. <laughs> but um, I'm also going to say, yeah, Joyce and Giles have to have banged. Yeah. Well, those I think, lines are I, so. Implying. I think they might have done that before she came over the first time. When the mom oh, you gets think the that booze? they were secretly banging? When no, like not not previously. I'm saying when oh. she comes over and she's like, "Do you think she knows?" And he lights up noticed. a cigarette, and, and he's like, "I don't think she knows anything because she's dumb. She's <laughs> <laughs> you jingle some key car keys in front of her. She ran out of here. <laughs> Didn't ask questions while we're over here in the middle of the day. <laughs> Very fair, fair point. Um, I yeah, feel yeah. they at least got. There was at least some over the pants crotch grabbing. At least the way that they were making out. I don't know that look at the stuff. end and then walking away. They they definitely banged. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up the episode. Band candy. You have any final thoughts on this one here, Vance? No, it's a fun fun episode. Vampires have stupid plans. The mayor is just an extension of the vampire stupid plans. Yeah. Um, I still don't understand what his connection with Principal Snyder. I thought we would learn more about Principal Snyder's role in all this, but it seems like he's not he's not involved in the evil. I f- yeah, I it it, it actually now that I think about it, it actually takes me further back from that line where he knew about the Hellmouth. He knew about the the mayor's involvement. He yeah. knows the mayor knows about demons or something. And I just don't understand why he wanted Buffy out of school. I still don't get why that. I feel like Snyder is being used by the mayor for some way. Like he's just a cog in the mayor's huge. He's a pawn. 100% I agree with that. And he thinks that he's more important than he actually is. And then Snyder's going to have a baby face turn eventually and be on Buffy's side. Maybe he's going to sacrifice himself or something. But... He's going to realize that he's being used by the mayor and the mayor doesn't actually give a shit about him and then fuck over the mayor somehow. Yeah. I still just don't understand the mayor's angle. Yeah, I don't know. what. Like, it doesn't even seem like he's pro-demon. Yeah, I don't. It, like, it I seems don't... like he works with demons to get to get his uh, his means done. But uh-huh. it doesn't seem like he's like trying to help demons particularly. Like, he's not like, hey, let's feed this snake these babies, and then the snake doesn't attack us ever again. You know, it wasn't like a, I don't know, it just, it's still, well, we got we got some time to figure it out, but. 
It's... Yeah, we're going to have to get to the bottom of this mayor stuff because right now it's very confusing. <laughs> like, I didn't think I'd be more confused when we met the mayor. <laughs> yeah, we were bitching about how we don't know anything about the mayor. And now that we have met the mayor, we're like, well, the mayor doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was a good episode, though. I really loved, like you said, Joyce, Giles and Snyder having the time of their lives in this episode. Yeah. It was so fun. Um, yeah. yeah. And that wraps it up. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, subscribe and rate and review and all that stuff. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, if you want to follow the Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy, you want to reach out via email, boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com. Uh, check out our Discord. The link and information is in the show notes. And uh, the next episode, Vance, is titled Revelations. I think we have to fold Angel into this at some point he, he's did his tai chi this episode he's ready <laughs> he's ready to get back out there he's ready he's centered he's centered yeah he's had a revelation while he was doing tai chi yeah um i feel like uh this is gonna have something to do with the book of revelations from the bible there's a bunch of demons and shit on that giles is gonna be like oh don't you know uh the dragon from the book of revelations um, Do you know anything about the book of Revelations? The yeah, four it's crazy shit going on. The apocalypse type thing? Yeah, it's crazy shit. Okay. Dragons. Crazy. Jesus is coming back in the next Smog, episode. Smog and hobbits. Or... There's dragons in the book of Revelations, I think. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. I'm going to look think, it up after I don't think this. They're, I don't think there's dragons in the Bible. I will say that. I think that there are. Hold on. I'm, I'm Googling this right now. Are there dragons? dragons in the bible are there dragons in the yes there are dragons in the bible but primarily as symbolic metaphors S scripture employs dragon imagery um to describe sea monsters serpents sinister cosmic forces and even satan boom dragons appear as the primal enemy enemy of god boom oh shit here we go the dragon is destroyed or subjected to God in the Old Testament, but reappears in the book of Revelation at the end of time when he finally, he is finally disposed of once and for all. Fuck you, Vance. <laughs> There's going to be dragons in this next episode. Jesus is coming back in this next episode. I, I got nothing. I just got, uh, I got internet schooled. You got Bible right. schooled, Vance. Yeah. I, I went to Bible Catholic schooled. school. I went to Catholic school all the way Catholic up until college. Oh, geez. Yeah. You went to. Yeah. yeah. And then I went to public and that's when I started having all kinds of abortions. <laughs> oh, <God>. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're done. Yeah. Stay tuned for the next episode. Where we talk about revelations. If you want to splash around in the poo, you're the filthy one.